Hey, how are you going? Welcome to Extra Healthy-ish, the big sister podcast. Too Healthy-ish, this podcast is from Body and Soul and we've designed it to give you that little bit extra in your day for your mind, body and soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley, and Bryony Dawson joins me in the studio today. They are a songwriter, MC, and host of Channel 10's new show, The Challenge Australia. They are also Australia's first non-binary TV presenter and... They're going to share their journey today to identifying as non-binary and actually there is a lot we can learn from listening in to Bryony's advice. Bryony, welcome to Extra Healthy. Thank How you. Are you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excellent. Excellent. Good. I've been doing a bit. I've been doing a bit. You but have. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm feeling really good to be here. And um, well done on your show. Thank you so much. It's uh, It's been the highlight of my life and career so far. Now, I ask this for everyone who comes on the podcast. Yes. How do you stay extra healthy-ish in your life? I stay really, really active. I'm not a big... Uh, gym go I don't think I've been to the gym in like maybe four or five years that's all good um I've got the diet of a 15 year old boy so I don't eat particularly well <laughs> well that that uh, is healthy right? that's healthy yeah. definitely I had a pie for breakfast this morning and a coffee that so that's suited me very well for today um but I just stay I just stay really active my my job as a as a singer and MC keeps me um pretty, pretty active. So uh, I do that. I have really, really good friends in my life. And so they look after me mentally. Um, and I know I have boundaries. I know when to have a day off and just call it, stay in bed and watch. Yeah. What are you doing? You... Oh yeah. I was going to say, what are you doing your day off? <laughs> yeah. In bed, don't move. I'll order in Every single meal. Oh, my meal. God, that sounds like my dream day off. <laughs> it's Except heaven. I have kids climbing over me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Have the kids in there, there. get a little no. snuggle in. No. 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 Get out. Enough of you. I <laughs> my time. <laughs> now, tell us about you. Who are you? Because I didn't know you. Well, actually, I have seen you on Fox Footy. Yes. obviously coming from a footy household. Yep. But tell us about you. I am a... Singer, vocalist, uh, entertainer, MC, anything really in entertainment. Um, the ultimate slashy. The ultimate slashy. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. Thank you very much. The ultimate slashy. Um, yeah, but I've also worked in production um, my whole life as well. I went to uni in Ballarat and studied theatre production. So done stage management um, and a, a mechanist. I've built sets for some of the major musicals that come to town and all that kind of stuff. So got a good back of house knowledge and a great front of house knowledge as well so and tell us about fronting the challenge you're the first non-binary tv host in australian main is that how i yes describe i think it? i think that is, is that it? it yeah and i didn't even know that i was um when i got the gig uh, and then we were over there filming and i was announced as the host and everyone just took the angle of yeah australia's first non-binary host on a, on a major major show and i was like Oh my god, I am. That's amazing. So I was really um I was surprised and really proud. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. We'll talk about the challenge a bit more in a bit, but I want to talk about your journey to identifying as non-binary. Yeah. Give us a bit of you know, tell us a bit about that. Okay. Um well, I always when I sort of started thinking about my gender as 
not being a female, um, it was pretty confronting because I ha- I'm a, like a staunch feminist. So I'm like, what what does that mean for that? And how can I be a feminist now if I don't want to be a woman? And what is you know all all oh, of that yeah, kind talk, of stuff? Yeah, let's unpack that. So that's yeah, good. that's yeah. that's a, that's a difficult one, right? It's like I'm leaving the I'm leaving the group, the, the sisterhood, so right? to speak. Yeah. Um, so and that was probably. Um, the most confronting thing about it. So, how old were you at this stage? Like, what? It was. It's only sort of recent. And when I say recent, I mean like maybe in the last six or seven years. Um, and I would just, you know, when I when I'd get grouped in with the girls and it'd be like, oh, we're going girls' weekend or, um, hey, ladies, and I'd be like, oh, I don't know if that's. Do that always me anymore. make you? feel uncomfortable no I used like, to love the- that I was okay. all about the girls yeah, yeah it was um yeah I, I love I loved being a woman I loved those parts of my body and what that meant so um yeah it was really confronting to be like I don't feel like I fit into that anymore I'd always been like a tomboy and a bit more masculine and that kind of stuff but I used to have long blonde hair down to here and um never used to wear a dress um, but yeah, so it was just sort of dealing with that. And then, um, I dated someone who had a non-binary friend and I just kind of was like, and so how do you feel about this? And do, and like, when you like have to go to the bathroom and stuff, like which one do you go to and how do you like oh, all yeah. of that? Kind of, oh, oh my gosh. God. Bathrooms are, I haven't even, we could do another 20 minutes. On, okay. On going. <laughs> let's, let's keep it. It's the most anxiety yeah. inducing <laughs> yeah. thing that I could ever do in my life. Um, so yeah, I just kind of, just sort of slowly, um, came to terms with it myself. And then I didn't want to come out to everyone again. Like, you know, you do when you're gay and you, you know, you got to be like, you tell your parents and you got to, you know, all mm. that kind of stuff. I just kind of was, and, um, I would just, you know, my pronouns weren't important to me in the beginning. I was just like, oh, I'm gender fluid and. Blah, 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 and then, and then, yeah, when people were like she and her and hey, ladies, I was like, oh, no, that's not me. Okay, so now um, if you could just say they, them, or just use my name a lot yeah. as much as you can. When you're still learning, just I use the name. I am doing because it <laughs> makes me nervous that I'll get it wrong. <laughs> Tell us a bit, you spoke a bit about this in Healthy-ish, but what does non-binary look like? Help us understand it a bit more because I think, you know, we're all curious, well, I am as a cisgender, curious about to learn more about this and and make people feel more comfortable that I, you know, I do care about making people feel more comfortable. So explain to us, you know, the whole spectrum and also what we can do as cisgender to be more respectful of other people. Great. So I'll start off by saying just as just as strongly as you feel that you are a woman and, uh, you know, a cisgendered man feels that they're a man, I feel like I am neither of those things. And non-binary people and trans people, they feel that just as strongly as you. Um, and for me, gender is a spectrum. So masculine is not synonymous with being a man and and the same with feminine for female. So you know, there's a whole spectrum in there and you can belong anywhere in that spectrum on any different day. Um, and I think that, that one of the main things to understand is it's that that person's journey. And, yes, we want to label things so that people understand, um, but a lot of people will be like, I don't like labels, so I don't want to 
say that I am non-binary, but I'm not, you know, so yeah. I understand it's difficult. There's another acronym every other day. There's another letter on the end of LGBT. Like it's, it's, it's a lot. It is, if you Google it, there is a lot. It's a lot. There's seven, it's going to be the whole alphabet soon and I get it. So I understand you want to understand, you want to learn and then, and then the goalposts move. And so you're like, oh, now I've got to, you know, so I understand that and I have frustration with that and it's important to be inclusive of everyone and so I 100% get it. Um, my advice to people um, is to like just don't be scared. I feel like people are so scared about getting it wrong that they just run and hide mm-hmm. and then they don't do anything. But, um, you know, if someone asks me what my pronouns are, it makes my day. It makes my week. Um, I feel seen and it's not often that we are seen. We, there are not many places with non-gendered bathrooms and that kind of stuff, so I always have to, you know, make that decision. So, yeah, what, what do you do? I go into the women's toilets because yeah. men's toilets are disgusting. True. Um, and... Yeah, but people think I'm a man and so I get berated all – and I mean berated. And how and do you so, react to that? Um, it's changed over the years and it will depend what mood I'm in um, or I'll take someone with me. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll take like uh, – yeah. So I was in like far north Queensland at the start of the year and I was like, this is where I'll take mm-hmm. a woman with me because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to happen more right there. <laughs> um so yeah, so and then a lot of the a lot of the time I'll just be like, I know which toilet I'm supposed to be in. So just you just you, wash your hands, babe. Yeah, you, you said before when when we we're off air that you know you have this thing when you go in airports that you, you know, people refer to you as a he yeah. mostly. Yes, yeah. that you count. I get surd. Surd. I get surd a lot. Surd. What? Well, how does that make you feel? I mean, that must. Does it? Well, today you, I was in a full face of makeup, full face of makeup, and I still get surd. Which, you know, shows diversity in a different way, doesn't yeah, it? Absolutely. Because boys can wear makeup mm-hmm. too, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just it happens, it happens so, so, so often. Um, and it's fine. It's some it, and it just comes down to the day. Sometimes I'll be like, Yeah, no worries, mate. Um, <laughs> and other days I'll just I'll just be like, I'm not a sir. And then and then they'll be, okay, ma'am. And I'm like, Yeah, so like I'm not a ma'am either. I don't have time to explain it right now. But we're just, you <laughs> you know, kind of need so a card that you I, can just hand out yes. to people. Like a, like the people know, do when they're really tall. Yeah, like, a, like a footy card. Yes. Like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. This is what everything means. There's a pamphlet. The meetings are on Actually, Tuesday. That, Bring a plate. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> we'll be back after this short break with more from Bryony. So how can we be more supportive then when we meet someone new? Yep. Or anyone new? Yep. Um, I think we need to get it to a point where asking someone's pronouns or saying our own pronouns uh, is done just as easily as saying what your name is or what you do for a living or, or that kind of stuff, you know, when we're in those, you know, those lighthearted social interactions. Hi, my name's Bryony. My pronouns are they, them. What's your name? What do, and what do you pronounce? Simple. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so simple. Um, so that's where I'd like to see it get to. Um, but in in the space that we're in at the moment where we're all still learning, um, I think it's okay to ask someone their pronouns. If you're not comfortable doing it in a big group or you think that, you know, you want to do it privately, it's your first time asking a pronoun, then, you know, if you're one-on-one with someone, you just be like, 
um, do you mind if I ask what your pronouns are? Yeah. Um, and I suppose even asking, even if someone is a she, her or he, yeah. like it, it's just, you know what, it's okay to ask. Yeah, it's so fine it's to just ask. They'll be like normalising it. He, him. What, what's a pronoun? <laughs> you know, maybe I'm going to start doing that from yeah. now on to everyone. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then I think when you do, once you know someone has they, them pronouns, um, if you do get it wrong, don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Just move on. Um, and if you haven't spoken to them about it previously, just find a quiet moment after and just be like, I'm really sorry for getting it wrong. I want you to know that it's important to me and I'm really trying. Mm. Um, but like, bear with me. Like yeah. I'm on your side. And <laughs> look, most people that I've interviewed and, and speak to are, are exactly like you. Yeah. You know, forgiving. Yeah. Don't get it wrong next time. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. There, I've, I've friends that are close to me and they shame me. I'm like, you're better than that. Come on. I can't believe you just shamed me. You know, like the, my yes. my close people, I can sort of like take the piss out of them now. Um, but I think you also have to understand that, you know, people who are coming on podcasts to talk about gender and that kind of stuff, they're, they're a little bit more at ease with themselves mm. and that kind of thing. But they're, you know, there are people who aren't and there are people who um, aren't around supportive people yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. So I think um, being being gentle uh, and understanding in your approach is is the most important thing. What about your advice to people who are still questioning where they fit on that scale yep. that they don't identify as masculine or feminine? Yeah. Um, I think it's just about taking the time to explore yourself. Like we don't, we don't do it a lot. Like even with our sexuality and what we like and what we want, we don't often – explore that you know um so i think that gender is the same in in the way that you know you don't often think outside the box of of that kind of thing and um, my advice to people who are questioning is is to spend time in the queer community um it's the most glorious place that you could ever possibly be and fun oh it's isn't it it's wonderful <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely wonderful but people are so um so Supportive. Even um, I was talking to some people recently. Um, this wonderful uh, trans woman, and she was like, "If you ever have any questions about, you know, moving forward with anything that you want to do, um, like just call me. There are groups we can, you know, yeah. we can all talk." And so it's a really, it's a really supportive environment. There's no pressure. There's no yeah. you've got to be non-binary if you want to talk about. You know, it's just. Find your community because they will be the most support to you. And how do you feel about, you know, you've, you're becoming a bit of a spokesperson now for this. Yeah. How does that rest with you? And especially when the the show goes live. I'm really excited about it. I think because I'm in a place um, where I am okay with it um, and I think that when you are in a uh, in a public figure kind of thing, um, that you do have a responsibility Um to be a role model, definitely to set boundaries, you yeah. know. You don't need to be the, the pin-up child of the non-binary people forever. Um, but I think it's important to start having conversations, bigger conversations more often and action and people yeah. changing their language and the way they behave and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Thank and you well done. Much. Thank but you. Before you go, the challenge. Yes. One thing I noticed about this when I watched it was the diversity of the participants. I thought this was wonderful. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about this? Uh, when I saw the casting, I just thought it was the most fabulous thing. Not only have you got a non-binary host, but 
um, the casting was perfect. It was perfect. There's such a, a diverse range of people from all different backgrounds. And so people watching the show are represented mm-hmm. in one in one show. And it, I think that is absolutely incredible. And my hat goes off to Channel 10 and Paramount for making those decisions. What was the best thing about hosting the challenge? <sighs> All of it. Or is hosting? <laughs> um, for me, it was just seeing people's journeys. Like I hadn't watched a lot of reality TV before I went on, um, so I didn't know a lot of the characters that were in there. And especially with, um, you know, the people from Batchy and Maths and all that kind of stuff, um, they'd never done any of this stuff. And so I think a lot of them went on being like, yeah, another TV show, let's go. Uh, And they got there and they were like, oh, my God. And they really surprised themselves and that was the bit that I liked, the journey that people went on. and, yeah, I was in tears at one of the eliminations um, because of this journey that this particular person went on and they didn't expect to get so far. They didn't expect to achieve the things that they did and how proud they were of themselves. Everyone lost it. It was it was a really, really nice moment and there's a lot of those throughout the whole uh, season. So it's it's... These, it's the people that you love in a way that you've never seen them before. Well, we look forward to watching the whole series. Thank you for coming on Extra Healthy. Thank you very much for having me, Felicity. The Challenge Australia airs Mondays and Tuesdays at 7.30. If you do want more from us, remember Extra Healthy-ish publishes a new episode for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to bodyandsoul.com.au or join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thanks again for joining us as always. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. You can share this episode with friends as well. And until tomorrow, stay Extra Healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.